All right. So this is, I think, episode, what is it, episode seven or eight now? I have no clue. Episode I have no clue, but I am an right. avid listener. This is the next episode of the Head Start Running Podcast. We're doing a little bit, of, I'm, or I'm doing a little bit of an intro for you guys because it's a little bit of a bigger podcast. Uh, we have Paul Tomolino, James Flockhart, and Ari Zucker. Uh, these are, and uh, of course, we got me and Jonah Komazinski, the uh, Head Start Running co-hosts of the podcast. Uh, this this is sort of a, this is different because we got these three guys, they're, sen- they're seniors in high school right now, and they just finished up their uh, last cross-country season. So uh, how are you guys doing? Um. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Finished the year off very. We finished the year off pretty well. I would have to say, Paul. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. It was. Um. It was a hard. It was a hard year. We had great races. Um. No, everybody tried real hard. A lot of people made PRs, and it felt like a really great year. You know. That's a um. That's a that's a good overall description. I guess that that would probably be. The goal of a of a good season to have PRs working hard, you know. Can, yeah. Uh, of I guess who wants to start? Because uh, Paul and Lockhart, you guys both raced at state quals, right? That was your final race. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is my first year doing cross country since sophomore year, since I was injured uh, junior year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, so this is uh very. It was very big for me to like come back and. Uh, get in the shape for cross country because I hadn't done it in so long. I it, was, it had been such a long time since I'd done Sunken Meadow, especially the 5K. I mean, for everyone, it was like that. I mean, none of us had done the 5K for a really long time. And that's a very, I mean, it's a very weird situation to be in, to have being like used to running the 2.5. And for me, yeah. not being used to running any of the races. So like I had big steps to make. I mean, at the start of the season, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you my time. I ran like a 1950 at the start of the season just because I was just so, I mean, the 5K, like it hit me out of nowhere. I was not used to those yeah. hills. I mean, I ended up PRing by over a minute running 1838. But the first time you run, you run Sunken Meadow after not running it for a while, it hits you, man. It just, it hits you hard. That I know, I know for a fact that's in cross country, especially that's one thing. That's one thing that, uh, oh, Julian's trying to enter. Should we let because he said he wasn't gonna be able to make it? All right, yeah, let's let him in. Calling us from his dinner, I guess so. <laughs> okay, so uh, while he's while he's entering, we'll see what happens then. But uh, Flockhart, just to add to what you had to say, uh, I know for a fact in cross country, getting onto the course pre race, or for you guys, it was good to race on that same course multiple times because you sort of learned how to run the course, you know what I mean. Yeah. And Julian yeah. left again. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I just want to say one thing, though. Yeah, go for it. I agree totally what you said with like running mm-hmm. on the course because, according to DeLuca, my first race to the my first 5K of the season was abysmal. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but he described my race like that because I ran a 1910 5K. And then I out the next time running a 5K, running an 1820. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, I yeah. ran a 1930 5K, and then I ran an 1820, and it's just like, well, Paul, your first race was abysmal. So, I, God, why? Man. Thank you, Deluca. <laughs> uh, Ari, what uh, 
describe your season a little bit because I know you you were in a very interesting circumstance. I was. Um, yeah, so I was looking forward to the best season of my life. Um, uh, I had in like my previous cross country seasons had been improving drastically and like mm -hmm. I, I was expecting really big things and then um I got COVID right in the beginning of the season I have no idea how it happened I don't I don't know where I got it I didn't give it to anybody so I, I don't know how it really happened but um yeah I had really long-term hard effects um in my lungs and it I had a difficult time breathing and I really couldn't participate in a lot of the runs workouts or races um but I, for the most part, never stopped coming to practice. Um, I kept trying to keep running as well as I could. And by the end of the season, I, uh, I was able to compete in divisions. Um, and then I, I, I was able to come back, not, not nowhere near to where I expected to be, but I, I got back to some extent. Did you yeah. have a good summer training? I had a very good summer training. Yeah. No, that's kind of part of the reason why I was so frustrating because, like, I spent the whole summer – um, really getting a lot of preparation in, and then it all kind of felt like it was for nothing. And that question I, for uh, the other guys real quick, just to ask. I feel you. like we all kind of felt that last year because remember we had that, like, that huge waiting period because they, like, switched our seasons around. Like, we did winter, yeah. then cross country, and then uh, spring. I feel yeah. like we all did summer training, right? Yeah, yeah. We we did we started summer training like in the summer, but it basically continued. We had our own sort of version of a cross country season just without any, you know. Yeah, but we, it was like it was like switched, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um summer training went good though. We uh the mileage was definitely toned down from last year, I think. I think our longest okay. run was a ten mile run. Uh yeah, we were having we we were having a twenty five mile max weeks. Like the, our highest week was twenty five miles, which is very low for uh, yeah. cross country. Like even talking to college coaches now, I talked to the Cortland coach, and they they Ooh. have up to they have like fifty mile weeks, and so like especially for cross country. Like it, it's even low for like track, like long distance track standards, but 25 miles a week is pretty low, but uh, I really like that training. I think I responded well to it, but you know, I would understand where, for someone that uh, might be more inclined to like higher distances, like 10 mile runs might like, might've liked the training less, but personally for me, I liked uh, the lower mileage training. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And uh, to, mean, just like, to, to, uh, to speak to that lower mileage, I know you guys, you know, you're saying you're doing lower mileage, but in a way, not a lot of teams are, truthfully, I don't know what, what teams are doing in uh, uh, Section 11 right now, but uh, from, from just from past experience, I know a lot, a lot of teams don't really do workouts over the summer. Didn't you guys do some? I mean, I we remember being like, there for some. I think we did, like, a couple 400s and stuff like that, and, like, I know that. I did a lot of the workouts just like on my own because it just turned out that I wasn't there a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, I was obviously still. at summer training, but still, it was like it was nice to get a couple workouts in and stuff. Yeah, just but, get the legs moving. Yeah, but I remember like 
two summers ago, not this past summer, but we do like 50, 60 mile weeks and then like a progression back, like from like eight mile run, which is that's true. But our Julian just keeps trying to enter just because I don't want to disrupt the flow. Should I just, or you know, I'll try one more time. Don't let this guy in. Don't let him in. I'm going to try one more time. We'll try one more time because he keeps trying. That means he wants to be here. (laughs) Um, so is he in? It says Julian. Julian. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, yes Julian. Yes, Julian, you're on the Head Start Running podcast. I'm on the side of the road right now. <laughs> you, can you see wait, my no, face? start driving. Wait, no, no, we start can't driving. Wait. Well, it's on. very dark. We, we should just like continue the conversation while Julian I, I, It's okay. very dark outside right now. Okay, so Julian, we're just, we're just going to continue. How long have you guys six, going for it? Just like five, ten minutes. All right, guys, 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 guys. We, let's let's get back to uh, getting off of track. We're we're getting off of track. Uh, let's just let's just let's just get right back on track. Okay. Um. So, I believe we were talking about uh summer training uh and how you guys were doing workouts. Okay. Uh, Paul, I know you were describing how some of those workouts you did on your own, but nonetheless, you guys, as a team, you did the workouts, meaning you got sort of your legs turning earlier than usual. Whereas, you know, in my sophomore, uh, junior, not so much senior year, but uh, in my and Jonah years, Jonah's uh, past years, we would at points get up to, I think it was around 45 miles, 50 miles at one point. Uh in my opinion, though, and I know mileage is a very controversial topic, but uh, that was probably too much. Uh, Jonah, do you have anything to say about that? Does he? You're Is muted, Jonah? by the way. Uh, I said for me personally, I loved it. I, I liked the higher mileage. I liked the way it made me feel, um, just mm-hmm. like building up to that. And uh, I felt like the best shape aerobically uh, when I was doing the highest mileage. And I don't think that contributed to injuries. I actually, it's weird because in the middle of the summers when the mileage was highest, I would not be injured at all. But then like when mileage would drop down and like, I'd be like, I don't know, I'd do more intensity. Like, I feel like that's when I started to get injured more weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know, for me personally, I like the higher mileage. It takes a little bit to get used to. I think um, it's beneficial for some people, but then again, as you said, like, and you, Anthony, you know, you're, you're definitely a, a great example of this. Supplementing those miles, with, you know, like cross training, biking and swimming. And that's something obviously that you did very well over the last winter and uh, you got that spring. So. Uh, you did cut out a little bit, but I, I just heard the, uh, you know, you described cross training, right? Yeah. Basically, I was talking about how it helped you, um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of runners, a lot of runners like try to be like, oh, this is the (laughs) one way, this is the one way to do it. But there's like different kind of runners, like with nutrition and stuff. Like some people can eat, like have a Coke and then and then run a really (laughs) good race. And then some people, like me, if I if I eat bad like two days before the race, I'm not running that race well, like it, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, the opposite. I mean, I know from experience that 
You know how we had the ice cream machine in War Melville? Oh, I had God, two Paul. whole ice cream like sandwiches and two ice cream bars on top of the sandwiches. So I was sitting at like a nice like three or like four ice cream things, like right before like a really hard workout. And I mean, I still did pretty nice. well. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. um, it hit hard. It hit hard, hard. In, like the last round. Yeah, yeah, but that kind of that kind of shows. I mean, it doesn't necessarily make me or Paul a better runner that like we have to eat different and we have to do and like let's say between like you, Anthony, and Jonah, like just because like Jonah can do higher miles, that doesn't necessarily make him a better runner. It makes him a different kind of runner. And like yeah, I yeah. feel like that's overlooked a lot. Like a lot of people are, like they they kind of like flex their mileage. Or, like, flex, like, oh, I can eat this and then run really fast. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like that kind of overlooks the fact that, like, we're all different people. Like, our biology is different. Like, we're, no, we're like, we're going to function different and, like, respond mm-hmm. different to different training and different nutrition. Totally. And uh, with that being said, though, I think it is important to note that there is sort of – there, even though that is 100% true, there is a correlation uh, – if, if you're going to run a 800, you know, it's okay to have a little less mileage. Whereas if you're going to run, uh, obviously, just to put it in simple terms, the marathon, you need to have more mileage, you know? So there is sort of like a correlation. The longer the race, the more miles you should be putting in. Uh, yeah. But that specific number is different for everyone. But no, actually, some, something else, I am not running a marathon. <laughs> but <laughs> some, something else I wanted to... Uh, point out was Ari because fuck are you said that you know you uh there's different kinds of runners and Ari I know this past season you sort of had to become a different kind of runner you I know you spent a lot of time cross training so you maybe want to talk about that a little bit uh yeah um uh, so I really have to take it easy on my uh lungs but trying to still maintain the fitness mm-hmm. that I gained over the summer um yeah so yeah I did I did a lot of obviously very low mileage and a lot of biking um yeah I, I went for like 60 70 minute uh bike ride like every day of the week um and that was a good way to just again not really hurt myself as much but still I felt like I was maintaining not really gaining much fitness but maintaining the fitness that I had previously gotten keeping what you have and truthfully I think biking uh, I mean, I'm speaking from past experience when I got injured last year. It, you might lose a little bit aerobically, but, you know, you gain a lot of strength in your legs. For yeah, sure. You know? um, Julian. <laughs> uh, what are you laughing? <laughs> because it's just funny. You're, like, you're, you're outside in the dark. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you, I know, you sort of also had to become a different runner this season, too. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was the first real season across country. I mean, if you want to count last year, a season, the like half season in spring we had, we didn't even run a 5k, but I mean, I ran my first 5k this year. I'm, I'm a senior. It was, that was an experience, especially on Second Meadow. Um, but Same with me. <laughs> especially summer training, I guess is when it really kicked in with the really high mileage. Especially since, I mean, we started a, a few weeks later because of, um, I mean, Anthony, you know, we were training for that day elite meet late in June. So yeah, I hopped yeah. in like a week after because I wanted to take my week off. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the mileage, it, it hit me pretty bad, especially <laughs> since um, 
like I'm not used to that. Like, and yeah. it, I mean, it, it was a different kind of hurt. But um, just as I started getting good, I got COVID. So oh, that kind God. of erased everything. Um, and I had to kind of rebuild back up in August. But I mean, going into this cross country season, I definitely felt like I've grown a lot in that like um, area. Do which, you remember? Um, I'm happy uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, and you definitely have. But do you specifically remember at one point when I was at a summer training practice, so I was running with you guys, and you told me, you said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to be top seven. Yeah. So that, that, yeah. At what point did your mindset sort of flip into – because obviously you were top seven, right? Yeah. At what point did that sort of flip and you knew you could do it? Honestly, it was probably after our first race just because, like, I, I ran the course and I felt comfortable doing it. And um, I was like, I can really see myself getting better at this, especially with a few more weeks of training, a few more good workouts under my belt. Like, I, I really, like, could see that I was going to do well. And I had a conversation with Deluca about it. And, I mean, usually those conversations go something like, oh, you're going to do this. And I'm like, Coach, I'm going to give you everything I got, but I'm not guaranteeing anything. And I don't know. I kind of just was like, yeah, I think I can go. I think I can run um, like uh, sub 1830 this year. Like, and I, I mean, I ended up running sub 1830. So I was Damn. happy with that. Julian, I specifically remember a specific instance that was very similar in the, with the 800 for you from going from the 400 to the 800. Ooh. Yeah, that's, um, I've kind of, kind been of a trend. Since I was a freshman. I mean, I did that with the 400 when I was a freshman. I used to, I used to have to tell my have to tell myself like when I was a sophomore I'm like all right 400 because I, I used to hurdle I used to do 55 hurdles that's it yeah I just I'd have to tell myself like all right, it's only 60 seconds of your life like that's not even a lot of time and now I'm telling myself I'm, I'm I think it's ironic because I'm, I'm walking on the line I'm like all right it's only 18 minutes of my life like it was a, a pretty big jump you know yeah but, um I don't know I, I'm really glad that I ended up doing cross country and I uh did well this season because I feel like it's really going to help for the indoor season just because I've never been in this type of shape before in my life and yeah I don't really have the pop in my legs that I had before I was talking to David I mean doing strides it's like ooh, I'm not that fast anymore but that, well, that comes back quick and I, I I'm really glad because I'm with the shape I'm in right now it's I mean, definitely worth it to sort of lose a little bit of pop in your legs especially during cross country because you're gaining so much strength exactly. that you can then like, use you know? And that doesn't go oh. away fast, too. Like, the, like no, I can, in two weeks, I'm going to be back to where I was uh, um, with my fast twitch muscles, which is good. Exactly. Two plyo workouts will be right there. Okay. Oh, what were you going to say? I remember you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Paul. I remember Julian telling me that it's like the 60 seconds of your life thing. And then he was obviously applying it to like the 400s, but we were talking about it. And I'm like, Oh, that makes it sound so much better. It's only like it's only like five minutes of your life for like the mile. It's only like eighteen minutes of your life. It's like you you guys, that, uh, like, it's a short amount of time. So you gotta like make it count for like that time that you have. Just like turn it on for that time. I, I can mean, relate to that a little bit now because in the eight Ks that I've been running in the last mile. I've sort of been repeating in my head, all right, you know, you can do anything for five minutes. 
Like, like you just got to get through it. That's exactly the same for me. Cause there was like literally a hill that was like, it was like, it was like giving me like cardiac flashbacks on like this one K I was running. I was like, okay, you're a mile and a half away, seven ish minutes more of running. Like you can do this for seven minutes. Like it's yeah. fine. like, you got this just like push through. And I think that's a good way of like looking at things. But what I was going to comment on before, like uh, you guys were like hitting uh, like a good point there. Um, it's, it's definitely going to be a good segue into winter track for all you guys just to have uh, the strength of like running longer, um, especially for Julian, because I know a lot of 800 guys probably don't run cross country. Um, and I'm, I'm sure the competitive ones do, but I mean, it's just going to give you that edge that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of middle distance guys don't really have. So yeah, you should be very excited with uh, having a good cross season, even though you're primarily a sprinter. So th- this, this season was an interesting season for our team because we had a lot of people step up and do really well that we weren't really expecting to uh, like, yeah. so like, I want to say specifically like Julian and David, like, they're sprinters and I think in the beginning of the season uh, they both were kind of like where I'm just doing this in order to get in shape for winter and I'm not really I'm like I, I'm not a cross-country runner I'm not going to do well as a cross-country runner mm-hmm. but um it was important for us to instill the mindset of like even though you are doing this to get into shape for winter that doesn't mean you can't also do really well and help the team yeah and yeah that's, I think those two really stepped up and did very good things so just John. Sort of... John was a big part of like sprinters getting ready for winter too, I think. And he he went to a bunch of the meets and he wasn't he he really just gave it his all and stepped up. That's I, uh, as a team, we were very unified. Um, I like a big part of the cross country season that like I really didn't experience at first, especially those first couple weeks, was like the really like the team mentality and stuff like it's a lot more like tracks very individual I feel like cross country is a lot more like I mean you, you can you can do well but at the end of the day those seven guys you're you're like brothers you got to go out there and you got to get along you got to work together and I feel like I'm really glad I got to experience that because I ended up having a lot more fun with those seven guys this uh, or six other guys as, yeah, as much as a, as much as a 5k hurts you know when you cross the line there's no better feeling than you know doing well with the seven guys yeah yeah and uh when we were talking about people were stepping up someone who came to mind to me i know you, i know you said don't say names or anything but no, you can o- if it's... yeah if it's positive yeah anthony yeah. o'brien anthony oh, o'brien God. rose rose and he oh yeah he, he rose he, he he finished uh he, he finished with a 1730 he's he was the best on our team that's that's not even negative so i'm just gonna say it i mean it was, he, he's it a was crazy yeah. i heard tony got like a 1730 i'm like holy shit yeah damn yeah. tony you're doing great what the hell would you pull that out of because he didn't <laughs> even like he didn't even run in the divisions meet so we had yeah, like so we knew that he we was going to plow it like a him. crazy fast time, but none of us knew that it was going to be that fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, one thing I saw with Tony this year that, like, he really grew was not just, like, I mean, obviously he had a, a breakout season. It was amazing. But, I mean, yeah. mentally, like, he's not the same kid that he was a year ago. And I think that's, like, like, I mean, like, he's still pretty shy, but, like, to the point where, like, 
he's gotten to the point like where I was talking to him before races. I remember at the beginning of the season, I would talk to him and he was getting really nervous. And he was like, like, I hear, I want to stand next to Brian. Cause like we're, um, we're running together. And that by the end of the season, I remember talking to him before the race and he just had like a mindset, like before his killer, before 1730, he was just like, let's do this. You know, and I feel like that mental part of it, which I feel like that mental growth I saw over the season is like a huge factor in running that really fast time. And I think that's something that we've all improved on over the past year. Yeah, especially with me, I used to shake. I used to like shake from nerves before races and like I would get all like uh, my head would get cloudy. I would get really nervous. I I have a pretty bad uh, race anxiety. I, I I used to have pretty bad race anxiety until I started meditating, which has become like a really big thing for me Ooh. with dealing with anxiety, um, mm-hmm. just meditating, visualizing the race. I mean, confidence in your training and what you've done for your, for yourself and for your body is so important and being confident in, in just yourself. And I know it's, it's, it might seem like it's so easy to say, just be confident, but to just imagine yourself at this better point and knowing you can get there because of the training you've done, it's, it's just so important. As yeah, I mean, there's no more, there's no better thing you can do as a runner than trusting the process. And at times it's not easy to trust the process. We've all been through ups and downs. We've all been through points in the, in the process where we are like, why am I not doing better? But then that's when you mentally, if it, it's, it's like a mental practice, you know, like you, you get better at dealing with those situations. And uh, I think that now that you guys are all seniors and me and Jonah, you know, we're freshmen in college, it's uh, we've had, a, I'm not going to say we've had the most because we haven't, but we've had a decent amount of experience with that, which actually, uh, given that I just said you guys are seniors, I kind of want to shift the conversation just a little bit because of the amount of time that we have. Yeah. Uh, I, wanna, uh, I want you guys to, uh, yeah, go for it. Remember, guys, it's all about the mindset and how you set your mind. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Go on. Right so, okay. So the meeting's going to end in 10 minutes. I got a 10 minute timer. So, uh, you know, we'll keep things meaningful, but we'll keep them quick. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, and I want you each to sort of, even Jonah, because, you know, we're all here, uh, talk about your goals for the next season, but also how it feels to be a senior. You know, this is your last year, even not in running, just in life. Are you making the most of it? All right. I'll go, I'll go first then. Um, My goal is to gain more confidence in track because I've already gained a lot of confidence in cross country. And just to have that confidence while racing, I don't necessarily have a PR. If I go sub 445, that would be really cool. I mean, I would be like, that's pretty sick, but I mean, if I didn't hit that and I gained more confidence, I would still be happy with my season. I'm more worried about the mindset. I'm, I'm more worried about the mindset going into the season and finishing the season and being at a better spot than I was at the beginning yeah. of the season with training and my mindset. And yeah, that's, that's what my goals are. Um, if someone else wants to go now. <laughs> All right. My goal is to pull out some fast times, like mm-hmm. kind of exactly like, in the range of what James said, like 445s, that would be nice, 440s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just get into it, have fun at the big invitational meets, like the Armory, Ocean Breeze, those are actually happening. So that's going to be really fun to, just to run in those, and I'm going to be really excited for that. And 
what you said with being a senior, it just like, it hasn't hit me yet. Yeah. I know, I know that you guys said that like, it like kind of like hits you later. But like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had it yet. So it's like, it's like, I know this is like my last seasons and like, I'm never going to have another high school season of these. But it's like, I'm excited though, too, because yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm about to graduate. Like, yeah, I have, yeah, a, I have like a couple quarters left to go, but I mean, like, three quarters left. That's like yeah. a high school. That's it. Like, I'm excited to like go into running for college. It's, it's going to be fun. And like, I just can't wait to like finish out these like last few seasons. Like, obviously, I want them to last longer because. I mean, I'm having a great time with my friends, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes to an end. You know, you can't do anything about it except enjoy the moment. Uh, Ari, you haven't spoken that much, so give us a little bit more. What's okay. going on? Um, well, thinking about thinking about the next seasons, um, I really want to contribute to the team as much as I can. Um, being a senior, it kind of makes me feel like not only a senior, but a captain. It makes me feel like I should um, – my, like, my races should be on the better side compared to the rest of the team. Um, and especially in track for the past – like all of my track seasons, I haven't really felt like that large of contributor. I mean, last, last year I didn't go to counties, and then divisions I got uh, four points as a member of a relay. So that's like – do do some math, and that's like without one. Without those four points, without the four points, we wouldn't have won. Ari, this is saying, not the confidence that we were talking about. I, no, I'm I'm talking about my confidence <laughs> in the past and how this this season I wanted to change and be more of I'm really doing something for the team, and then also um, with leadership, I, I would really like to be you know a, a strong leader um, and uh, do my best for for the entire team. I think that's really sort of. Uh, noble of you because in in track you know uh, i forgot who said it but someone said that it's a very individualized sport uh and i mean it, it is it's up to you guys to make it not that make it you know a group and family effort uh so yeah nice <laughs> i just want to say one thing uh just a quick comment like uh you say like a lot of your track seasons you feel like you've underperformed what do you think you personally want to do differently, like specifically that will make this season different? Um, I think what, what, what I said before about like, at first, some of our sprinters on cross country thought they were like, I'm a sprinter. I'm not a cross country guy. Um, I, in the past had that same mindset all the way around. I've said, I'm a cross country guy. I'm not a track guy. I can't do well on track. Um, yeah. And now, especially now that I've missed my cross country season, I really want to dispel that mindset and say this is my season I'm going to do well and then I feel like if I when when I know that I can do well and I will do well it really thinking that in my mind makes everything go much better good athletes adapt and that's what you're forcing yourself to do uh Julian uh goals for winter or? <laughs> just yeah yeah talk about talk about like your not even winter spring goals just any goals you got and sort of just how it feels to be a senior well i mean i think right now one of my big goals is i want to really help contribute to our i mean our team in general but really specifically our relays because mm -hmm. uh i think we have 
the best relay depth between the four by four, four by eight. And if we want to run it a four by mile, which I think we'd be pretty good at, um, on in Suffolk County, like just depth wise, because we got, I mean, we got a killer four by four, a four by eight is going to be deadly again. We got a, a, the best four by eight in the county. I mean, <laughs> I, we do. And we do. I don't know. I'm, Really excited for that. Another big thing I'm going to try and work on is I feel like as a senior now, going back to that, I mean, it, it's it's scary. I mean, I finished cross country and I wasn't even, this was my first real season. Like I said before, I mean, we had kind of half a season last year and I finished it and I'm like, wow, I'm never running cross country again. And I never thought I would be sad when I said those words. I always, in my head, I pictured when I, when I thought that I was going to be like, but I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I was sad. And yeah. I want to, I want to try and make a difference as a senior. And I want to, I remember the seniors had a big impact on me when I was a freshman. So especially some of the freshmen this year, I want to try and pass down the culture. I know some of the other guys are doing it too, that like the Lucas kind of sat on us. Cause I feel like we, we kind of have a winning culture now. And I feel like that started with you guys. And I'm really excited about where this team's going to go in the future. And I don't want to just be a part of it this year. I want that to, carry on for many have years. impact yes uh that's fantastic yeah thank you uh we have two minutes 50 seconds left so i'm gonna put the floor to jonah do you have anything you want to say yeah i just wanted to say like what julian was saying passing down a legacy like seeing you guys do this and like um you talk about a winning culture like you guys have no clue i mean i'm sure some of you have a clue but literally two three years ago this team was let's be real. We, we were nothing. Like we, we, we had guys, we, our top guys weren't even running legitimately. Like it was, it was bad. Like we, we just, as a team, we, we felt unfocused and all over the place, you know? And I, I think, I think it got to a point where, um, you know, it was just like some guys gave up and we, I, I remember as like being, being a sophomore and Caleb Wheeler talking to us a lot, oh, yeah. um, we had a lot of long runs with him and just um, just us tell him telling us like, if you really want it, you, you're going to go get it. And we're, you're going to change the the culture of word novel running. Um, and I, I, you know, as, you know, as seniors, I mean, look what we did. We, uh, we won divisions for the first time in 17 years in cross country. We won divisions in the four by eight. We won divisions as a team. I mean, I think it's just, you know, it, it's really awesome to see how much you guys, um, um, want to continue this uh, this culture of uh, of winning and uh, and excellence, and it's it's just it's just great. So I'm glad I'm glad we can inspire you guys, and I'm glad you could carry that on that torch uh, for for Ward Melville for years to come. So it's just uh, yeah, I'm really proud of you guys. Well, you to say- even talked about that, like saying like next year he wanted us to all run the time trials. Like I remember a couple of years ago, he wouldn't have like you guys would, like run like the time trials for like the mile and stuff. And even yeah. last year, but this year he's having everybody run the time trials and he's actually having cuts. Like you need yeah, to run yeah. a 30 yeah. mile. Oh, yeah, we, have, we have about yeah. a minute left. Oh. So, yeah, you could say that we got a head start on Dude. developing the team oh. culture. Yes, we finished with the fun. <laughs> yeah, Listen, guys, uh, running podcast. Check it out I, uh, on Spotify. I'm really sorry to cut this short because we're having a great conversation, but we do have less than a minute left. It doesn't even give me the second, so this could cut out mid sentence for me. But uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, it's been great, just sort of like 
reminiscing about all this and looking ahead for you guys. Yeah. Uh, looking ahead start. Looking ahead at head start. Yeah. But uh, this has been episode either seven or eight. I don't remember. But I believe it's eight. eight. I believe it's yeah. eight. Uh, so uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for taking part. Thank you guys, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a, no I'm about to listen to.